Welcome back to Throne Hands. It's me. It's Jarrett. Sorry about no episode on Tuesday. Jarrett was working. I was I was busy too, dog. So no no worries, no worries. Um, but we're here. We're gonna talk about last week's card. The prelims were were pretty banging, but the main card, top top tier, one of the worst main cards I've ever seen, probably. Um, Jim Miller versus uh Alexander Hernandez was pretty good, but we gotta talk about William Knight, bro. That was awful. That was terrible. Yep. Uh that was that was pretty what eight significant strikes landed the whole whole outing ended up getting cut like and then his excuse was he froze up like it's his bad. Um at that point you still even if you're froze out you got to let something fly like just shut down and ran away like it's it's disappointing to see but you know some people handle stuff differently. Yeah. And he has since been cut. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Okay, I kind of get this the, the hype with Jamal Pogues. Not gonna lie, um, he's he's very athletic for his size. Yes, extremely. So that th- there's a lot of potential. Is yeah, he a I great know. fighter right now? UFC wise, no, I don't think he is. But once he gets, you know, I don't know what his camp is, but you know, let's say he goes to a big camp, I think he can get really good really quickly. Yeah. Um, Jordan Wright got cut as well. Zach Ponga, Ponga, I think that's how they pronounce it. But um, Jordan Wright just has no head movement, and Ponga made this a boring fight. If you want to get into a fun fight, Jordan Wright will win probably, or he'll get knocked out. So Ponga made the right decision, I think. But Jared, we're done talking about all that. Yeah, we got to talk about Aaron Blanchfield, man. This she is her. She yeah, absolutely. She, <laughs> she made a statement going into Women's History Month in March, dog. She yeah. she did, bro. <laughs> Animal. I understand it was short notice, but it was also short notice for both of them. So that, I don't yeah. count that as an excuse. Yeah, um, absolutely showed up. You know, um, I wasn't expecting it. I thought Andrade was going to be able to hold her own on the mat, and then Blanche just showed that she's levels. There's levels to her ground game, and if you're going to beat her, which Andrade was pretty handle on the feet. I'd say it was it was it was close, but um I would have given the edge slightly to Andrade, but then Blanche got her down and ended it. Showed that that's if you if you're gonna beat Aaron, you're gonna have to rely on the feet because it's gonna be tough as soon as you get down. Yup. She she's she snatched that thing up quickly, bro. Like, yeah, which it, I feel like most people knew that going into this fight, and then she just proved it that she can still do that against a high-caliber fighter like yeah. Andrade. Um, here's my thing with Blanchfield. Here's what I think is going to happen. So Shevchenko fights Alexa Grasso. She might demolish Alexa Grasso. As I, I, I have respect for Alexa Grasso. She's, she has some solid wins on her record. However, 
it's not I don't see it going well for and here's what's gonna happen. I think Blanchfield will fight Shevchenko. I think she'll lose the first time. And either Shevchenko's gonna retire and she'll get the title shot or she'll beat Shevchenko the second time around. Cause she's she's like a year and a half older than I am. She's not much older than I am. She's basically my age. And the she can get so much better so quickly. That's that's the crazy part about her. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I agree. I'm really looking forward to that matchup. When do you think they'll get if when do you think that she'll fight Valentina if that happens? If if Valentina puts in the work, uh gets it done quickly, I'd say late July. Wow. I think that that's a four month turn. That's not that bad. Yeah. Especially if Shevchenko does it quickly. Yeah. And Shevchenko doesn't even cut that much weight. So that won't really be a factor. Little damage, cut yeah. a little weight, not she'll, July, easy if she yeah. makes quick work. Um, but October at the latest, probably. Um, all right. So we have an okay card this weekend. There's some bangers on here. The the main card, not half bad. I got it for um the UFC. So here's why you see these uh crummy cards, guys. Um I don't like to see them personally. My sh- hold on. Oh, my screen is being awkward. Uh share screen, boom. Oh. I don't know why. Interesting. Weird. Um, but uh Jared, do you have the card pulled up on your stuff? Um I did it on topology. Oh, so, here we go. We're good. We're good to go. All right. Yeah, you guys are good. That you guys just saw some behind the scenes stuff, I guess. You're welcome. Exclusive content. Not really, but um, we're gonna go over the main card. I'm gonna uh, go over a couple things. I'm not. I'm just gonna touch on some people on the, on the prelims. Um, Joe Selecki, That's he'll. That'll be a fun fight. Great catch weight fight here. Ode Osborne versus Charles Johnson. That'll be a great fight. Do not miss that if you have if you if you can help yourself. Jordan Levitt versus Victor Martinez. Solid fight. Jasmine Jazdevakis. Jazudevakis. Oh, Jazudevakis. Vickers, there, there we go. Uh, I think isn't she the one that jumps in like Bisping's and Rogan's arms, like when she's uh, getting interviewed? Oh uh, yeah, it might be. Or I think uh, it is. No, that was uh, I think that was the Greek chick. Duh. Yeah, I think yeah, 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 yeah. Demopolis. Demop Vanessa Demopolis. Yeah. There we go. I think you're right. You are right. Good, good catch. But we're gonna start off first. Not a bad fight. Mike Malat versus uh Johan Liness. Malat uh Canadian. He came in and he uh, decimated Mickey Gall back um, in April. It was uh, it was the same card which uh, Volk defended the title against uh, the Zombie. Um, I will say the Zombie one kind of aged well after that Holloway fight. But anyway, Malat's very good. Johan Lainez, um, two Canadians going at it, eh? Um, <laughs> how about that? Um, shout out to all the Canadian listeners out there. Been to Toronto. Great place. Um but you know, two guys coming in. I th- this this this. I think this is a banger to start the card off. Mike Malott brings it, man. I loved him in his last fight. Um, what, what what's your thoughts on this one? Uh, it is very very interesting one. I think. Uh, let me check the odds. Malata two minus two twenty. Uh, Lioness plus one eighty. So you know, it's kind of kind of getting close there, and I think it's as close as what the lines show. Um, I think Malat's just a little bit more athletic. I feel like he's more of a technical striker. Lioness is more of a swang and bang, a little bit unorthodox, a little bit messy. 
But um, what I think is something to really point out that's pretty interesting is Mike Blount has not had a fight go outside of the first round. He's either or be finished, which is really crazy to me. Um, That may show a difference, may not show a difference. Um, You could say that that means Mike Blount's going to get out of this one real quick, or you can say that Lioness is going to get this done in the long run. Um, I don't know. I feel like if it goes the distance, I just have to say that Lioness is going to get it done. I also think Lioness has slightly more power. Um, But at the same time, it's not like Johan is this veteran guy who's been around for a while. You know, he's only won one in the UFC. And that one win is a split decision over Darian uh, Meeks. So, you know, it's not it's not a veteran versus up and comer. This is two guys who are really fighting to build their stock. And um, I'm going to go with my gut on this one. And I think Malat gets it done, even though I do think it is a very close matchup. I think Malat gets it done. Not inside one, though. Yeah, I don't think he gets it inside, done inside one. I think Mike Malak gets it done in the second round. Malak, this is a banger of a fight because they both have something to prove. You know it's going to be a banger. Tatiana Suarez is back. Uh, going up against Montana De La Rosa. De La Rosa, a wrestler. Bro, uh, I'm... If I'm not mistaken, I forget... I, I want to say... Montana De La Rosa had cancer, something like that. Not not De La Rosa. Uh, Tatiana Suarez had cancer, which I didn't know it was cancer. I thought it was a neck thing, but it it was. I think it was thyroid cancer, actually. So, like, yeah, you're not necessarily wrong there. Um, but um, yeah, I forget. I forget what took her out. Um, but yeah, so she's been through a lot. Um, I'm not certain that's what took her out i need to do more research on that but she um check yeah yeah you could you could check that um i'll talk about tatiana suarez we're we're about the facts here um but um what is it oh i i stopped sharing my screen i'm off today boys um (laughs) but um yeah i think i think tatiana suarez can do some damage in uh at 125 man uh, you know, she doesn't have to cut. I know she fought at 115, but I, I think without the weight cut, she could do some serious damage. The cardio is going to be better. She's just good, man. Um, and I really think that um, she can uh, she can make some headway. You know, three and a half years off is a lot. Um, but, you know, hey, never know. That could be for the better. John Jones took a while off. We'll see what happens next week. But what have you found, Jared? Uh, so I've seen anything from knee, neck to just calling it plagued by injuries. So then I just looked up to Tatiana Suarez have cancer and it said with thyroid cancer. So and that's from the UFC. So, oh, 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 hold on. We're, we're here. Uh, Wikipedia. Um, yeah, she tried to go to the Olympics. Like MRI CT scan uh, revealed a bothersome disc in her neck, but a cancerous growth on her thyroid. This was before her MMA career, guys. Um, I got my facts really? mixed up. But we did the right thing, Jarrett, and we corrected it. Okay. Yeah. So no worries. It's okay. So she's been through adversity worse than some injuries. Um, I'm not. I think. She, I think if there's anyone who's mentally better to, you know, get through some injuries, um, it's it's Tatiana Suarez. Can you disagree with me on that, man? No, not at all. Um, I did not know that she was a wrestler. That is crazy. Um, I found that out earlier today. Like uh world world level 
Olympic wrestler. Look at that. That's crazy. Never heard about that. That's crazy. Crazy stuff. But yeah, what's your um, predictions, man? So Suarez has I, I was kind of focused on other things. I didn't hear necessarily what you said, but Suarez has beat, you know, some of the best. Uh Esparza, who's multiple time world champ. Grasso, who, like you said, is up for the belt in a next week, right? Yes, that's, that's next week's card. Wow, that's crazy. Um, but other than that, you know, five and zero in the UFC, man. Um, but who knows? Almost four years that you're not fighting. Who knows what that has to do with your timing, your conditioning? Your there is a little bit of rust to knock off, but so far, I think from the shows that I've done with you. Every person who's coming off of a long like layoff hasn't showed too much rust. So who knows what if rust is even a real thing in the MMA world. Um, but who knows legitimately what that does to someone's timing, uh, someone's wrestling, like someone said their shots, her shots might be off, like her timing on strikes might be off. Um, and then like you said, De La Rosa is a wrestler too. You know, um, so it's not going to be an easy takedown grappling game for Tatiana co- to come back to. Um, Montana coming off of a loss to uh, Macy Barber, um, two, two, and one in her last five. Um, I, I got Tatiana, but I do think it's going to be a close one. So I think I'll take Tatiana by decision. I don't think I can disagree with you there, man. But I think, I think Tati, you know, I, I completely agree with you. Tatiana takes it by decision. I never made my thing. Um, Augusto Sakai versus Don Tail Mays. Sakai was once a fairly highly ranked heavyweight. I mean, if you look at who he's lost to, it's good losses. Oh my gosh! I mean, four straight losses. However, um, some animals over Rosenstruck. The Ream, the Ream, the Ream, Rosenstruck, Tuivasa, Spivak. Yeah. Spivak's a dark horse. Yeah. Don't don't count this that dude out by any means. Yeah. Um, you know, Dante Mays, um, I don't put too much stock into him. I, I think they're just giving him Dante Mays. I hate to I hate to sound like that guy. Um to just get him back on track. Cause he's a young heavyweight. I think he's just like 33. He's not very old, Sakai. And at 33 at heavyweight is is he's a youngin. He's 31. So he got time. And like his his stock was so big. Like those were the four fight losing streak, which obviously takes a lot away from your stock, like you said, to those four opponents. But before that, he had wins over Ty Burra and wins over Ivanov. So, you know, like you said, this is a guy who could be put right back into this heavyweight picture if you get him back on track. Um, Mays, though, I, I do think it is gonna be a little bit harder than that. I think Mays is going to give him some trouble. He's a kickboxer, judo, so you know, he's going to give him some trouble out of the clinch, slight height and reach advantage. Um if he needs to wrestle, Sake has a real big struggle with wrestling, man. He's only had one takedown in the UFC and um is quite easy to take down. So um, I think if Dante Mays um does it right he can make it close but uh i'm i'm gonna go sake by decision even though i do think Mays could put him out yeah I, i'm gonna go sakai by knockout but speaking of sake <laughs> we got some comments recently 
<laughs> my names, my names, man. I'll, I'll keep it up too. I gotcha. Joffney. I really do try. Joffney, man. Oh, that was hilarious. Oh, Joff Neal. guys, keep the comments coming. I love reading them. It's so funny. If, if I mispronounce something, please comment it because it's it's funny. It's funny. I'm trying. I swear. I try to watch the videos of the guys getting their name announced and stuff. The the um the comments make you better, man. They make yeah. you better. That yeah. was so funny. Thanks got, for the comments. Keep them coming. And I do. Yeah. I, I, I want to say something about the comments real quick. You know, the guy, you know, I think some dude said, um, I think Sinister Minister, I think that's your name. You're mm-hmm. like, hey, man, I love it. I'm going to keep tuning in. You know, that makes me, that makes us want to keep doing it more, man. We, lo- we love doing it anyway. Even if we got zero, we'd probably still do it. But it makes it fun to interact with you guys a little bit in the comments. But, yeah, thanks. Thanks, guys. We appreciate it. Um, and call us I out. like this fight. Yeah. I like this fight. Yeah. Andre Muniz versus Brendan Allen. What do you got? Yeah, um, you know, this is an interesting one. You know, um, Muniz, Allen, both of them come from grappling. Uh, Brendan Allen's been working on some grappling for a while now, looking at his uh, topology. I think in the last couple of years, he's had like four or five grappling bouts. Um, but, you know, Andre Muniz, man, uh, five known in the UFC, three subs um, over Eric Anders, um, Souza, Fabinski, um, Allen, they do have they do have a common opponent in Eric Anders. Um, that was a while ago for Brendan Allen. I think it was like 2019. Um, but Brendan Allen also uh, sub Kevin Holland. Um, it doesn't take too much to submit Kevin Holland, but uh, still pretty good uh, stock building win there. Um, he's on a three three fight win streak. Um, but you know this this common opponent with Eric Anders, you know, to me, is um, it, it's it's pretty interesting. I think it can give a little bit. Uh, Muniz subbed Anders, um, Allen lost to him, so I mean that's something to go off of. I'm gonna go Muniz by decision, even though I think it's gonna be a really close fight. Uh, I'm gonna go Muniz too, but I mean, who subs Jacare? Yeah, like. I mean, he broke his arm in half. He broke his uh humerus, I think. Um, and that's a tough bone to break, bro. That's that's not that's that's absurd strength. And I I will never forget um Jacare looking at his right arm and just going, Oh man, I broke it. <laughs> I'm just like, what the heck? You broke this this like the second hardest bone to break in your body, and you're just like, ah oh, man. Don't doubt these guys' toughness. I don't. Oh, he's no. not tough. Stop. Alan, Stop right Alan's, now. Allen's fought and won a lot of fights that he should not have necessarily won. So That's true. Count him out. Like it's. I think it's going to be a very close one, but Muniz gets it done. Yeah, I think Muniz subs him. Muniz. The, I, I, here's the thing with this middleweight division. I'm going to pull it up right now. Um, there's not. There's not many grapplers. There, like, um. In the top five, Marvin Vittori is probably the best grappler. I mean, I love Mar- Marvin Vittori is one of my favorite fighters. Don't get me wrong. I love Marvin Vittori. After that Paulo Costa fight, he became one of my favorites because he did not have to take that fight. And then there's Jacker Manson, Roman Delize. Um, Not many grapplers, guys. This this could be his division if he can get a few wins together. But, woo, main event. This is a banger. Nikita Krylov. Um, 
versus Ryan Span, Superman Span. Span is a huge light heavyweight. Yeah, he is. He's six five, seventy nine inch reach. Um, what he did to Dominic Reyes was criminal. Um, <laughs> broke my heart. Knocked him out with a jab. Yeah, a jab. <laughs> called but, it a power jab. Like, I didn't even know that was a thing. I mean, that's called a Superman. Punch. I don't, it was insane. Beautiful yeah. jab. But you know, Nikita Krylov. You know, he lost against Paul Craig. Paul Krieg. As I love Paul Krieg. Um. Uh. Oh, that was a wild submission. That was insane. Um, he beat Gus. That broke my heart. Yeah. That. But he beat Volkan Uzdemir. Um, I think Volkan Uzdemir. You know, he's not the greatest by any means, but you know, that's a solid opponent for anybody. Um, yeah. but have, Ryan Span, you- man. Um, Ryan Span actually took a fight seriously. He said last time he usually trains like a couple weeks leading up to it. If he t- if he takes this fight serious, if he takes things seriously from here on out, he's gonna be. A, a a problem like forever yeah. yeah yeah he's extremely athletic extremely powerful i think he has the striking advantage but um i don't know the one the one that i want to go off of that i watched both their fights against was uh johnny walker mm. um krylov got him really early so it did not look like the same johnny walker that we've became accustomed to but um both of them had successful takedowns, multiple successful takedowns on Johnny Walker. Ryan Spann took him down three times, but could not hold him down for the life of him. And Johnny Walker ended up finishing him with hammer fists and a couple elbows from the ground, if if you guys remember that. But Nikita Krylov completely controlled him for three full rounds. Um Nikita Krylov is honestly my favorite in this one. I think he's going to be able to limit the striking from Ryan Span, keep the keep out of danger from yeah. Spann's power, and I think he's going to be able to absolutely take over the game on the ground control in that sense. I think so too. Um, although I I know as much as it breaks my heart to say Dominic Reyes has not been remotely the same fighter after he fought John Jones. Like I think here's what I think it is. I think. In his in his mind, he thinks he won, and he he didn't. I, I hate to. I think John, I thought John Jones won that fight. It was very close. It could have gone either way, but when you have that in your mind, I don't know how you can recover from that. Like you you think you won. You think you you're probably the champ. However, when you go in here, you're not fighting for the belt. You're not defending it. What's your motivation after you think you won? Right. So, I I think Krylov ekes out a decision here. Um. Yeah. Although in time I like if I see what if you if you guys are betting people, if I see the line for a Ryan Span knockout is something crazy, I could definitely see that uh that yeah. definitely see that happening. It, fun this is a fun fight. It is, it is. It, it, it's not a lot of big names on the main card, but there are there's some good fights as soon as you start looking at them and breaking them down. There's a lot of interesting ones. Yeah, great stuff. It, it'll be a lot of fun this weekend. Definitely tune in this one, guys. Uh, it's, it's, nice it's just app- one of those cards. It's a nice appetizer for next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't mm, I can't wait. Uh, um, Tommy Fury, Jake Paul, they're putting their salaries in a pot. Um, as much as I hate to talk about, it, we need to talk about it. Views, you know, but um, <laughs> um, bro, I think. 
here's the here's what I think. Did you know that Tommy Fury is my height? He's like six feet tall, and he has an eighty inch reach. That's wild. Let me find hold on. Let me find a picture. Hey, just a heads up. If you didn't see my chat, my computer might die. Okay. okay. I just do you have a go get your charger if you need to. All right. Bet. Yeah. Uh, let me find this yeah. picture real quick. It's it's like of Tommy. Tommy's like like a little younger than I a little older rather he's 23 um he's he's like Blanchfield's age almost exactly actually but <laughs> what the heck his arms are so long guys it's all right back, it's back up in my room so okay okay well we'll, we'll do this and then we'll uh all right let me share this real quick Jared, you're gonna laugh. Look how long his arms are. Oh my god, that is ins- That's insane. <laughs> if he extended his arms, he could probably scratch his knees. I'm not even making fun of him. Like Jake Paul is gonna have a rough time to getting past that reach. I don't care how good of a boxer he is. That's because because Tommy Fury can just frame away. Yeah, and um. Do let's let's do a prediction for this as much as it pains me to do i i think t- i think tommy fury toys with him i really do i hope so i hope so too i hope so <laughs> uh, and if not jake paul gets a ranking which part of my french but damn it, i hope so <laughs> that's not french that's more like a creole <laughs> it's close to french but not right there um um yair thinks um if they book Mahachev and Volk too, that he would be the undisputed champion. I completely disagree with that. Um, he didn't, he, it took him like two and a half years to come back from the pandemic. I know, I know it's probably not because of him, but if you can sit out a couple of years, I think Volk can sit out a little longer to sit on the belt. That's just my opinion. Um, ooh, tough has started to become filmed. With oh, Chandler nice. and McGregor. Oh, I can't wait. Oh, I can't wait. It's going to be so fun. I can't wait to watch it. Um, there were some that got made. Um, oh, Pavlovich versus Blades. Ooh, my gosh. That is such a good fight. Banger. A battle of styles right there, man. Um, one more thing. Um, I, uh, I can't even think about it. Um, probably not important. It's been quiet, guys. Um, but Jared, yeah. since your computer's gonna die, we're gonna uh, we're gonna just sign off here. Jared, do you have anything else? Uh no, I'm I'm not gonna get Jacob too too excited about next week quite yet. But yeah. it, the buildup has begun in my mind. I'm, yes. I'm already excited. So we'll be back for a review, guys. But our next preview, JBJ versus Cyril Gone. We'll see you guys later.